Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Welcome to the Replenish Me Show, where women listen in to strategies to propel themselves to success. Good evening. I'm your host, Cordelia Gaffar. And I help women to have a body-soul shift by using their emotions as a power source so that they can reframe their perspective with sweet talk and flow into their ultimate purpose in life. I'm also an international best-selling author, a world-class speaker, and I encourage you to take the quiz at www.bodysoulshift.com. This evening, we have the pleasure of listening to the wisdom of my guest, Lynn Owens. And I met this lovely lady in the company of Lisa Nichols at the Success Women's Conference in the Gulf Coast. Shout out to Crystal Stretching, Dorothy Wilson, and Tiffany Bell, to name a few of the organizers, and Gulf Coast Magazine. Um, I'll only read a brief part of her bio, um, as she has an extensive resume She's a women's empowerment coach and a woman who walks it like she talks it. For years, Lynn hid behind the mask of perfection while inside was dealing with struggle, juggle, and all those things going on that you don't love and perfection of paralysis, people-pleasing, and the list goes on. And, of course, she stopped dead in her tracks when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that led her to her journey of transformation, self-love, authenticity, and creating a life she loves. Welcome to the show, Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me and for this wonderful opportunity. Yeah. I, every time I, you know, I did my research for the show, even though we met in person, and when I read your articles and look at your life story, I'm just really amazed at how dynamic you are. Can you share a little bit more about your story before we get into our topic tonight? Absolutely. So for your listeners, I am the typical mother, woman, daughter, sister, and I wear many, many hats. But for as long as I can remember, um, I wanted to be an educator. So I went to school to become a teacher. Somewhere within the um, first few weeks of being a teacher, in the classroom with those bodies, it just wasn't what I expected. (laughs) And so I immediately went back to school and got another degree so that I could be impactful on the school level and um, be an administrator. Well, that wasn't exactly what I expected it to be either. And again, I was looking outside of me for external factors, going back to school. Um, Shortly thereafter, I had a daughter, and I left public education altogether and did lots of things, owned a business, But with each venture, with with each new opportunity, there was something missing. It it wasn't the total fulfillment, the happiness. Um, On this journey, there was hair loss. There Mm. was, um, I mean, just patches of my hair started coming out in the shower. Wow. Yes, we go to the doctor. There's no explainable reason all these tests are run. And the doctor says, well, eliminate your life of stress. 
And I just kind of laughed and said, okay, well, okay, how do you do that? And he had very little, you know, support for me, so I, I just go back to doing what I do. Um, then my one daughter turns into three, so I have twins. <laughs> and that was exciting in itself. However, I'm still not, I'm still not happy. And now we've gone from one diagnosis of hair loss to having cysts. Um, mm. Yes, having to have them removed, having um, having thyroid issues. Okay, and all of this, you know, every physician it's a different diagnosis, but it's being attributed to the imbalance imbalances in my body and stress, okay? Right. So I um, ended up um, taking a position in the corporate world. It just kind of fell into my lap, and I was very excited. I had never done anything in corporate America. And here Mm -hmm. comes this position, and end of the orientation, I was beginning to feel the the stress of this new mm-hmm. position. It was exciting, but it was also really a lot of stress with it. So I, you know, stayed in the position, and I was a total, um, I was very successful in that position, but the layer of stress by now, you know, you have all these, all the stressors. Yeah, you're looking body- at Right, I'm looking outside of me in order to heal my body from the stress. So I'm looking at vacations and um, <laughs> massages. Okay, these are the ways that I'm I'm healing my stress. Um, overeating with food. Okay, mm. and then I had some concerns. End up going to the doctor, and I'm diagnosed with breast cancer. And when I received that diagnosis, I thought, Mm-mm, it stops. Yeah. Today yeah. is the day. Today is the day that my people pleasing is over, my lack of self care. I just moved up to the very top of the list. Okay? Yeah. Today is the day that saying, yes. And really meaning no, but doing this. Well, yes, it has to end today. And so initially it was because of um, me trying to heal my body. But as I walked this road and put myself first, I decided, you know what? Other women are this. If I'm feeling this and going mm-hmm. through this, and I'm hiding behind a mask of happiness because all along the way, if you saw me, I looked happy. But inside, I was broken. I mean, I had on amazing suits, and I tried to hide broken really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. But you can't hide broken. It's yeah. there. So once I um, completed my breast cancer treatment and diagnosis, I immediately began to think about the next steps, get a vision for my life, and that's when I found truly my passion and my purpose of serving women as an empowerment coach. So would you say through all that not listening to the alarms and alerts of your body and the wisdom in your heart that you were blocking your own desires? Absolutely, I was. No, no doubt. And, you know, alarms sound in our lives, in our bodies. And more often than not, trusting our intuition, listening to that small, still voice, or even let me take it a step farther, being Feeling us, our um, oftentimes in our society, we have 
been told that being busy, not getting enough sleep, mm-hmm. and just always doing is one of the is a emblem of success. Mm-hmm. But if we are honest, when we're always doing, when we're always busy and on the go and not listening, not being still enough to, to even just stop and take a deep breath, not yeah. quietening, quiet, quietening our mind, you're not in a position to be able to listen to your inner guidance. And so um, I shifted many of the practices that I do so that I have more time. Because there was a season when I said, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time (laughs) for stillness. That's really when I needed it the most. It is. It is. So just share with us, what was the first thing that you changed, I hear you talking about stillness. So did you like go from being a busybody to actually meditating? What did you do first? The first thing that I did was um, implemented a self-care plan. Mm -hmm. And often as women, we serve others. And we serve, serve, you know, I kind of, when I'm talking to women, I kind of um, think of it as an ATM. We (laughs) give, 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 give. But you can't get money out of that ATM. If you put your card in there and there's no money in there, they're going to tell you your account's overdrawn. And most (laughs) of us. (laughs) <laughs> overdraw on ourselves. We don't refill our own cup. And so our salt, our cup is empty. I mean, the, the coffee or the tea is gone. It's nothing in there. You can see the dried remnants of where it used to be. And then when our husband, our kids, or our colleagues say something to us, you know, we snap. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? When really and truly, it's not them. It's that woman in the mirror. You haven't fed your soul. You haven't stopped and meditated. You haven't had a walk in nature. And so each and every day, the first thing that I did was begin practices of self-nurturing for me. And at first, it was, like, totally nuts. I mean, I'm taking a hot bath, and my kids are trying to slide notes up under the door. (laughs) (laughs) I know that one. Mm -hmm. But I didn't stop day one, and I continued going. And so once we start doing this every day, our cup begins to, to replenish itself. And it doesn't replenish itself day one when you meditate or day one when you take that hot bath. It's a daily, ongoing, consistent, non-negotiable act of self-love. That's when your cup is overflowing. And then when it overflows, it spills over into the saucer. And so when you serve in your community or when you work late, or whatever it is that you're doing to support those around you, you're not cranky. You have a different piece in your life. So that was the very first thing that I did, and often that's really a huge mind shift for women because as women, we've often been told that's selfish. That's selfish. You know, to, to go no, to your healthy. Yeah, that's the next thing that we, we, I wanted to dive into the selfishness, but yeah. yeah that, and tr- really and truly, it's not selfish. It's self-love, okay? And when mm-hmm. we take ownership of someone calling it selfish, 
we are owning someone else's beliefs about ourselves. So when you get really clear on who you are and how you move through the universe, how you move through the world, it's not selfish to care for yourself. We care for our children, our dogs, you know, our our colleagues. Why not care for you? No one else is ever going to treat us any better than we treat ourselves. And so as I began to embrace that, and it, it was difficult. I'm just going to tell the truth. In the beginning, for me, it was very difficult because sometimes I would have, you know, seven minutes and sometimes I would have seven hours. And I had to really embrace every day my, my self-nurturing isn't going to look the same. Mm-hmm. But the outcome is that I feel joy and happiness. That's the outcome. Yeah. So I love whatever that. I do, it has to be something to fill me up. This is my me time. So that was a big shift for me. Yeah, and I hear you saying that, you know, a lot of women will give up when they start getting those notes and knocks at the door when they're in the tub. And, you know, a lot of women would be like, you know what, this is just too hard. I I really don't, you know, that just is a confirmation for them that they really don't have time. But I like the way you said that your self-care routine is going to look different every day. And sometimes you'll have time and sometimes you'll have less less time. That's a really good point. I want to just acknowledge that we have a caller on the line. And also remind everyone that you can call in to ask um, questions at 646-716-9397. And um, and I'm going to take this one call, and then we'll go back into the second segment. Hello, caller. Do you have a question for Lynn? Maybe they don't have a question. Okay, so this is a this is a good stopping point though, and I just want to announce that every other Wednesday there is a show called Undivided with Frank Maduri, and it's the first and the third Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and his show will be next week. I believe that he'll be taking um, a break for. But he may take a break for the holiday, but um, actually I think I saw his, his next show posted for the 20th. So please tune in next Wednesday, same time, to listen to Frank Maduri's Undivided. Um, and with that, we're going to go into the next segment of the show where I want to just hear a little bit more about how you work with women and um, once you've made this transformation, and you got really good at implementing your own self-care routine, um, who are the women that you serve and how do you serve them? Okay. The women that I serve are women from very diverse backgrounds. Hmm. They are women that are CEOs in corporate America, um, women that have thriving um, careers on the corporate side. They are nurses, stay-at-home moms. So there's a, I serve a very diverse background of women. Mm. And as I, so the first step in working with me, initially there is a um, 30-minute to one-hour complimentary session where I hear all about you and really offer you some strategies, whether we work together or not. This isn't even in the complimentary session. You're just telling me what you have going on. And then I tell you, if you choose to work with me, here's how. But either way, I'm going to give you some next steps to do to get you on your way. Um, After that 30-minute session, 
we come back, and this is all in a one-on-one setting, and it's virtually. It's over a Google Hangout or Zoom or via um, a telephone call, okay? But we come back together, and we set one clear intention, one clear one clear goal, and we really start with the end in mind, okay? And so okay. for a lot of women, that is, um, and I'm thinking of one particular client right now, I'm, I'm miserable in my work-at-home career in the pharmaceutical industry. I am, you know, looking for finding my passion. For other women, it's, it's really dependent upon what that woman has going on in her life. My clients are not one size fit all. Mm-hmm. And so my role for each client is to help them connect and identify with the best version of their future selves. Mm-hmm. The version of themselves that makes them giddy and laughing <laughs> and excited. That's my role. And every woman has that tucked away in her heart. And that may be loss of weight, releasing some weight. That may be going back to school. So for each and every woman, it's different. So once we get crystal clear, then we look at the number of sessions. We think about where she is, okay? Mm-hmm. How, how committed, how, how much time are we going to be together? And, again, this is not about um, a commission for me, but this mm-hmm. is about me supporting this woman and getting really clear on what our time together is going to look like. Because, of, you know, working with me six months looks very different from working with me one month. In a one right. program, in between those sessions, you're going to have some things to do. You're going to be rocking and rolling. I was about to say, that must be an intensive. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I'm very clear. I, you know, I don't sugarcoat it. I'm very clear. This is what you are committing to. No, you're going to have to do a deep dive. And for some people, that it's not even reasonable. And so I articulate that. Mm-hmm. So for every woman, it's a little bit different, but I think the the common thread is having that support, okay? Knowing that as you are on your journey to creating your best life that makes you laugh and giggle, <laughs> that you have someone supporting you each and every week that will hold you accountable, okay, that will help you maintain that vision. Because oftentimes I have had clients say, oh, you know what, you know, thanks, you've given me some great tips. I'm just going to go and do this on my own. Hmm. And for some people, that works well. But what I've learned is more often than not, the work that women and I commit to together as a team is that it's rewiring their brains and helping them unlearn all that they've learned, all of those limiting beliefs, all that money up and lack. It's unlearning all of that, that I don't have enough time, (laughs) that no one understands me. It's unlearning all of that and helping them create their best lives. Okay, so let's talk about language. I mean, I don't want you to, you know, get into obviously what you would go through and, um, you know, a, a session with a client, but just in a generic sense, like what kind of language are we using 
what is the better question? Maybe the what are some of the stories that we're telling ourselves that are manifesting the opposite of what we desire? So very often um, it's, I don't have money for this. Mm. I don't have money for this. And truthfully, the reason women say that is two reasons. First of all, they have a poor money mindset. And second Mm. of all, they don't value themselves. Mm. They don't value themselves. They value everyone around them. But when it comes to investing in themselves, that feels icky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good word. Yeah, icky, right? Because it really comes from that little girl place, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so first, we have to work through the ickiness. Okay, we have to work mm-hmm. through that. And so, again, when I hear that, I say, ah, wait a second, wait a second, <laughs> hold on, before you tell me you don't, you know, you don't have enough money and tell me that your son plays competitive ball, just, just mm-hmm. stop. <laughs> there are more than enough resources to go around, okay? Mm-hmm. How do you nurture yourself? And, you know, normally they I don't have time. Everybody has the same 24 hours, honey. <laughs> I don't have any more than you do. <laughs> and I said, I invite you to look at the way you're honoring yourself. You're not honoring yourself with your time. You're not honoring yourself with your words. You're not honoring yourself with your money. If you truly want something different, do something different. If you truly want something different, do something different. I like that. Do okay. something. And so, you know, if nothing else, that woman gets off the phone and she's like, oh, I got food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> and so often it is, you know, I hear a lot about money. I don't buy that. I hear a lot about, I've never done this before. Mm. I don't have time for this. There are just not enough hours in the day. And again, I understand you are looking at life through a limited lens. And the beliefs of someone else, or maybe these are your beliefs that you're owning, You have embraced them, but in order to experience the fullest and the best life, we must release them. That's that's good. You need to release them. So for our listeners that may just now be tuning in, um, tonight we have Lynn Owens, a women's empowerment coach. She's the the stress-free diva, the no-stress diva, and she's talking about how the words we use um, manifest our situation and, um, and how we just need to, to do something different to get different results. So if you have any questions, I encourage you. There are two ways. If you want to be, <laughs> you can send in an email to replenishmeshow at gmail.com. Or if you don't mind, and, you know, sharing your question with us, you can call in at 646-716-397. So let me see if we have a caller. Hello. Do you have a question for our guest tonight? Hi. This is Wanda. No, I don't. I'm just listening. Oh, hi, Wanda. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. So I put her back on mute. So let's um, dive a little bit deeper into um, now manifesting. You you say you get a lot of women talking about not having money. So can you share with us one strategy 
to absolutely yeah help us with that so for manifesting money oftentimes um, we in order to savor and enjoy life we must be present in the life that we have right now in the present moment and so when there is a um, a lack mindset or some sort of stress mindset, that's a fear. Hmm. So the first thing that I invite women to do is acknowledge that there's a fear here about this. And then secondly, I invite women to keep a a gratitude journal. And Mm -hmm. in this gratitude journal, I ask for every way that you save, spend, um, anything. Money is an energy. And mm. so often we look at it from, I don't have enough of it. I don't have enough of it. And so we create more of that by default. But when we keep a gratitude money journal, if you go to the grocery store and you use coupons, and on your receipt it will tell you, you saved $75. You just manifested seventy five dollars. Yeah, you did. So write that in your gratitude gratitude journal. I'm grateful for manifesting seventy five dollars at the grocery store. But mm. often we don't look at it through that lens. If you um, get gas, and sometimes we have the different gas cards and points. And we save money that way. Mm. You just manifested money. Any way that money shows up in your life, any way, if you buy something, if someone gives you something, quantify that gift. And then write it down in your gratitude journal. I'm grateful for the cup that Susie gave me that's approximately valued at $2. Keep up with everything. But more often than not, we haven't trained our brains to look for money. Hmm. We will pass by a penny on the ground because we don't value that as much. But until we learn to appreciate the penny on the ground, what we save at the grocery store, the gift that someone, appreciate everything and begin to quantify that and keep up with it. So that's one thing I have women do, keep a money gratitude journal. On the other side of that, each and every day, I invite women to spend $10,000 a day. Okay. Get a separate little notebook or, you know, in, on the, another sheet of paper. Spend $10,000 <laughs> a day. You will get $10,000 every day. But spend it every day. Don't leave any. And see how your money vibe shifts. Because you're going to begin to look at something that costs $2,000 and say, ooh, that's not much. I've got eight more thousand to go. Mm, Okay. So when you begin to shift your mindset from, wow, today I manifested $25. That's a very different vibe than, oh, I don't have any money. Mm, it's raising it our consciousness and being aware of the money around us. And you can't draw in, call into you, 
speak. You know, our words are very powerful. So as Mm -hmm. we're saying, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I can't afford that. I've never paid this much for this before. Who pays for this? Hmm. That is not going to lift, elevate your money vibration. What it will do is flatten it out. What it will do is keep you on the same Ferris wheel. But when you start these little practices and be consistent, be consistent. And, again, it's that I don't have time to do this. If you truly want something different, you're going to be willing to do something different. And as you do these practices, and I am a huge proponent of checking in on my clients and Marco Poloing, <laughs> that's part of my responsibility. And, mm. and I love what I do also is supporting my clients. So it's not, you know, checking up, but it's that way of support saying, hey, so snap a pic of your money gratitude journal today and, you know, let's text about what you have going on. Right. And so those are the ways that I support women in shifting their money vibe. Um, Another way is to simply take a check out of your checkbook, write yourself a check, and set an intention and look at it every day. Don't try hmm. to figure out how. <laughs> but more often than not, we are so non-trusting of ourselves, of our faith system, that we want to figure everything out. And when we can't figure it out, we don't believe it can happen. Mm. But miracles happen every day around us, but in order to, you have to be open and know, oh, that was a miracle. You have to be on the lookout for one. Hmm. Wow. Totally shifting our perspective. And as we do that, um, everything else around, around us begins to shift. So these are really great, actionable strategies that our listeners can implement, like, right now. And when they get the results, yeah, like today, and when they, you know, practice it for a little bit and they get some results, they can reach out to you and and work with you. Now, do you work with women just one-on-one or do you do groups or how does that look? You know, I um, I work with women one-on-one. I have thought about groups, and right now I'm one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that will change at some point. I don't know when. <laughs> yeah. I get a little nudge of inspiration at will, but right now I'm one-on-one. No, I can definitely see. I just thought I would ask, but it seems like for what you do, you would have to work with women one-on-one because they're really at yes. a root history stage, and they they really just want, you know, just that one confidant. They don't probably want a quote-unquote yes. right, community. Right. That's like over the top right now. So, um, and you're right. Yeah. yeah, for for where, um, so. I just want to recap for anyone that might have just tuned in. So Lynn has just shared with us three strategies to shift your money mindset. And she gave us the the ways to train your brain to look for money, right? Um, so um, she encourages us to keep a gratitude money journal, journal where, you know, something as simple as, coupon savings at the grocery store is a manifestation of whatever the um, the bottom line is on your receipt. If it's $75, you just manifested $75 and that's something to celebrate 
and to record in your gratitude money journal. Um, you, a lot of us have the gas savings, another thing to celebrate. Um, and just quantify any gifts that you're given. Sometimes, you know, you may get um, a gift at work or, or anything like that, but it, everything has a value and record that. Um, and then she encourages us to spend $10,000 a day. So think about that for a minute. I, I, you know, when you said that, I was like, well, would I buy one dress? Look at me. <laughs> or, <laughs> or would I buy two? But, you know, um, but seriously, you know, um, that I understand the, the logic behind that. Clearly you wouldn't buy one item for $10,000, but just right. some people aren't even there, right? I know I'm being a little bit silly, but you know, it's like people are. Some people are not even there. They're like ten thousand dollars. Like, how that do? Well, let's see. I'm gonna pay this bill. No, when she's saying spend ten thousand dollars, she's like, like on yourself. You know, like yes. something that you like. Yeah, yes. consistent. Yes. Something that will get you excited. Because what happens? Um, and again, we give a lot of energy mm-hmm. to our debt. But when bills come, um, I can remember there was a season of my life that it, it just seemed to be overflowing with debt. I mean, just mm-hmm. overflowing. Everywhere you looked, it was a bill, a bill. And so I would walk to the mailbox, and before I opened that bill up, I'd say, Yippee, I can pay my ease. And. <laughs> I like that. Back in the house, and I would write, I pay with ease on it. And then I would open it up. And when I opened it up, all of the, all of that emotional charge was gone. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so then I moved from saying I can pay them with ease. I said, oh, that's not feeling good anymore, paying them with ease. I want to pay up on their arrival. When it comes in the mail, I just want to write that check out. And so that's what what I would say. I would, you know, pull up and get my bill right in the mailbox, and I'd say, I can pay this upon arrival. I can pay it now. And I would write that on the envelope that it came in. And then when I opened it up, it wasn't. I wasn't in that mindset of, Oh my gosh, two hundred dollars! Mm-hmm. I totally shifted my vibration, hmm. and so again, our our um, our charge is to stay in front of our energy, okay, mm-hmm. and not behind it. And so, what happens a lot of times when a bill comes, we're like, "Oh my gosh." Uh, I've been at work all day. Oh, my gosh. But you've been at work all day. That's something to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. Your bill comes. Okay? Before you stroke out and open it, um, you know, get yourself in the right vibration. Something else I did was I called some of my creditors at one point in time And I like to have, uh, during the season of my life, I wanted my balance to be a certain amount, okay? And I never wanted that my my bank balance to get below a certain amount. So I Mm -hmm. called my credit card companies, and I asked them to change my payment due date, and they did it. But it was because I knew if I could pay this at the end of the month, all month long, my bank account, when I went online or, you know, went on my phone, I knew I'd be looking at something that would keep my vibration high. Mm. And that was important to me. The interest wasn't important to me because I knew if I could keep my vibration high, I knew I was going to create some momentum and I'd be able to pay it off. I would pay a little bit extra, Okay. So, again, it's staying ahead of the energy, maintaining our vibration. Um, 
there was a season when I put so much focus on, you know, oh, I want to get out of debt. I want to get out of debt. I want to get out of debt. And so I would script about how I felt being out of debt. And about, you know, I would go ahead and go about my way. And I, I stopped focusing on getting out of debt, okay? Right. I would script about it every day, you know, how powerful it felt getting out of debt. How, how happy and joyful I was. And I said, okay, I've got scripted about this. I'm going on about my way. And really and truly, I started paying things off. And then I'd pay something else off and then, you know, put that little bit with this other credit card. And I cannot tell you the day I paid off, like, all of them because I wasn't even focused on it. Mm. But where we have – I shifted my focus to the feeling of being debt free and not the feeling of, you know, when am I going to pay it off? You know, what's taking so long? So I think often we have to learn how to shift our energy and particularly as women because so many people depend upon us. And so we have to make certain as women that we are in a space of emotional wellness and balance and joy, and that's going to look different for everyone. What I do may not resonate with you, but find find your joy. And after once you find your joy, you follow it each and every day. I like that. Find your joy and follow that each and every day. I'm like taking each and out. every day. <laughs> yeah. Find your joy. And I and and also for our listeners, I encourage you to also take notes um, and go back and listen to the replay. And um, if you if you think that you missed anything super important, which would be probably everything she said, go back and write it all down. <laughs> Wait. But it's so true. I'm like, I can't even keep up. I'm like, okay, if I just read it back then. (laughs) (laughs) This is for me too, you know. So um, I'm I'm really. (laughs) Let me say this. Once you find your joy Mm -hmm. and you you find that joy every day, Mm -hmm. you're going to create more of the energy. So I know supporting women is my joy. I know coaching is my joy, okay? I was coaching today as I was going through the Chick-fil-A drive-through, okay? (laughs) Okay. It wasn't even like a a paid client. But that's my passion. That's Mm. what I love. Someone called me, and before I knew it, I was in the coaching boat. And they were like, (laughs) I should have called you yesterday. And I really should have. But that's my joy. And so once you find your joy and you really figure out how to milk it, it's not just finding it, it's savoring it. But more often than not, we think of our lives as a destination. And once Mm -hmm. I get here, once my kids grow up, once I do this, no, life is about finding our joy and savoring that joy each and every day. So as you're on your road to, you know, it's kind of like going on a vacation. And as you're going on a vacation, you know, if you get a flat tire along the way and then your kid gets sick and then you have a car wreck, by the time you get to that vacation, you're (laughs) going to be a total and complete mess. But if you're going on a vacation and you're looking out of the window at the trees, and you're enjoying the scenery and listening to the radio, you're enjoying the ride. You're really going to enjoy this vacation because you've already been enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. And so we have to think of our lives as the same way. So find your joy and milk your joy every single day, ladies. Every single day. Yes. 
Absolutely. So, oh, Lynn, this has been a really, um, I guess, what shall I say? It's, it's been informative, but it's also been very enjoyable conversation for me. And I'm sure our listeners have really enjoyed it. So um, they're so mesmerized that they're not sending me any emails and they're not calling me. <laughs> <but that's what laughs> And you know, I love your accent actually. Where where are you from, Sarah? I am um I'm a native Tennessean. I live in Memphis. Okay. I, I don't even know how I got through my childhood living in Atlanta and I escaped without an accent. But I guess it depends on who you talk to, right? Because maybe to to me I sound like I don't have an accent, but you have such a beautiful accent. It makes me a little bit like, man, I missed out on something. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, you really did. You did. (laughs) But I love Atlanta, I will tell you. So that's one of my faves. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice city. So anyway, back to you. So in this uh, last few minutes that we have together, I want to squeeze in one more question, if I may. So after... Mm. We have, um, you know, implemented everything and, um, you know, because sometimes, you know, people can listen to these things and maybe they didn't take the great notes or maybe they just don't understand the mechanics of how to make it work. Then they're, you know, how do they get in touch with you and start working with you? I know we have some, um, some links here to your free gift. Will that put them on your newsletter, or how does it work? It will. So once the lady, so first of all, I have a free gift for all of the listeners, and it's the guide, No Stress Diva. So once Mm. ladies go into No Stress Diva, that puts me on the newsletter list, puts them on my newsletter list. I don't know if I said that just right. But anyway, um, Mm -hmm. that's you will begin to get communication from me. Another way to work with me is simply go to my website, click on the let me help you rocket schedule a complimentary session under partner with me. Another way is just shoot me an email, lynn at allowspace.com. But the point, ladies, is to know you're not alone on your journey. Yeah. Everyone faces some sort of stress. Everyone faces some sort of fear. Everyone has faced some sort of lack mindset of time, money, um, something. And so as women, we're better together. Mm-hmm. And so I invite you to reach out to another woman and be the woman who lifts up another woman. Mm. If you're listening to this and you heard one thing that can help another woman, give her a call. Share something that you learned with her because as women, it is our, we're caretakers. We're nurturers, but it is our season to nurture ourselves because the better we nurture ourselves, the better we can nurture everybody else, the better we can show up and serve. Yeah, and and you heard it here straight from Lynn Owens. You have to fill up your cup and be replenished in order to serve everyone else. So um, please connect with her. Go to nostressdiva.com. Get your free gift um, for tuning in today and listening. And sharing is caring. So, you know, whether it's like Lynn suggested and you're making a phone call to a girlfriend that you know could use it or a coworker or a relative or just, you know, um, texting her the link to this um, 
this radio show, somehow share what you've learned today with another woman and, um, and let her know that you care. You know, I saw a mm-hmm. beautiful graphic today. I can't remember if it was on Facebook or on um, Instagram, but this is, I've seen it by someone at least every week. It, and it's um, Fix Another Queen's Crown. You know, mm. you've seen those, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I love those. <laughs> I love those. I was like, oh. And here we are, Lynn, suggesting the same thing, basically, because, you know, we, um, that is the true sisterhood. And, you know, uh, we can all stand together and look pretty in our pretty dresses when, you know, in times of glory. But when, you know, when you haven't heard from that one in a couple of weeks, that's the one you need to call, not the one that you had lunch with last week, <laughs> you know, right. not the one that you were having, you know, a, a glass of wine with celebrating something the other day, but it's the one who hasn't reached out or you haven't seen in a while who probably needs this message. Um, so let's, let's try and remember to, um, take time to replenish ourselves and to create new stories with the strategies that we learned today, honoring yourself with your time. It may be a struggle for those of us with children, no matter how old they are, because teenagers knock on the door too when you're trying to take a bath, but mm-hmm. just carry on. <laughs> right. <laughs> just do it. And, you know, they will, it's over time, you'll retrain them too to respect your time. And, you know, it's, you know, and respect your time yourself. You know, don't just rush. One thing I love to share with women is don't just rush in the morning and not look at yourself in the mirror until you're starting to put on that beautiful face. Your face is already beautiful. So when you roll out of bed, look yourself in the eye and smile. And be grateful for the beautiful being that you are because you're already beautiful. You're just enhancing it with the extra stuff, yeah? And honor yourself with your words, right? And don't tell yourself, in fact, don't you don't. (laughs) Say what you want to manifest. Say the things that you desire to have in your life. Behave in ways, um, that will give you those desires and behave that way with your money. We've given some really great strategies um, here today. Just tuning in, I really encourage that you listen to the replay several times a day (laughs) for the next two weeks until my next show. (laughs) 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 Try and implement something you know, seriously, to help yourself, because that's really what the Replenish Me show is about. It's about having um, women like Lynn on to give us some strategies to to, to do that, to honor ourselves. So just um, share one, like, closing thought for us, please. One closing thought is I'm no different from any other woman. The same struggle that other women have, I've once had them too. The difference is in my life today, I choose me. And the more I choose me and the more I show up for me, the better I show up for others. So I show up in my finances. I I work with coaches. I show up in my time. I value me and I make time for me. I show up for me emotionally. I care for my emotions and for my emotional well-being. And so the more and the better you choose you, our lives are interconnected with everything. Your money's connected to your health. All of it's connected. So the better you show up and you choose you, there's a ripple effect every other area of your life. And the sweeter life gets and the better that you can show up for other people in other ways you hadn't even imagined. 
Beautiful. Exactly. So with that, thank you everyone for tuning in live or listening to the replay. This is the Replenish Me show. I'm your host, Cordelia Gaffar. Please tune in in two weeks to the next show on November 28th. And, um, and of course, next week we'll have Undivided at this time at 7 p.m. with Frank Maduri. Thank you so much for tuning in to Life Coach Radio Network and have an amazing evening, morning, or afternoon wherever you are in the world. Good night. Good night.